0: John Paul II was convinced that there are no accidents in life. Somehow, everything is part of God's mysterious providence, everything. He believed this about events in general and about all the particular events in one's life, including his own. From his near-death experiences in his youth and his papacy to the election of a son of Poland as the Pope at that time in history even to his Parkinson's disease that diminished his abilities. Nothing falls outside the scope of God's power to redeem the world, to make all things new. Nothing is by chance as with the encounter in the gospel today. At about midday, Jesus and his disciples arrived at a place, a well, which had a long history for the Jews. Fatigued, he was thirsty. Thirsty too was one of the local women. But her need for water, for the fulfillment of that basic biological need was subservient to her emotional needs, the needs of her soul. She delayed her daily task of drawing water from the well. She delayed it well past the ordinary time of early morning when the weather was cooler and other women were around. Physically, she would have been safer in the midst of greater numbers. But emotionally, spiritually, that was perilous. For she was one of those women. Those women who get around with men. Five husbands. And the man she was with was not any of them. Easy, loose, slut, she could hear the other women say about her as they gathered at the well, even if their words were only imagined in her mind. Better to take the risk of bandits and the hot sun at noon than fill their eyes. And that shame. It's precisely in her shame and guilt, which have become the driving forces in her life of disappointment, that she encounters Jesus. You know, I'm reminded here of many of the Lenten confessions I've begun to hear. The priests in the area were at schools this past week. I was at a high school. A theme that reemerged time after time, as you might imagine, was dishonesty. You know, cheating and lying in its many forms. Every time this was confessed, I thought I sensed a note of disappointment in the person. And so each time I asked them if they were feeling disappointed in themselves, yeah, they said, every time I feel disappointed in myself. That, I suggested to them, was such a helpful discovery, a real gift. For as with other sins, the temptation to lie promises that grades, apparent achievements, the way people perceive us will gain us what we want. I said, but what you've discovered, what you've found, is that if your character isn't good, if what's on the inside isn't what it should be, then nothing else can compensate for it as your disappointment clearly indicates. Confession is where you're no longer defined by your sins, I told them, but by God's love, which sets you off in a new direction. It's a fresh start, a new beginning. You don't have to lie and feel that way anymore. That's it for your penance. How about praying through our fathers and then Imagine some of the things you confessed and how you'd do it differently next time. And I could see their faces brighten immediately. Use that feeling of peace as a touchstone for what to do going forward. Now, go in peace. Go call your husband and come back, Jesus said the woman at the well evidently needed to come to terms with her past. And she knew the commandments and yet believed a better life could be found if she was free of them only to find that her life was controlled by sensual pleasure and shame and disappointment. By the end though, after listening and believing in Jesus, she stood in the midst of the very people she feared and spoke for the one who gave her a new beginning, a fresh start. All that which controlled her, the lust, the fear, the shame, all that which developed as she dismissed God's words and a moral way of life, seems to have shrunk her horizons of hope to the things that pass in this world. Now that comes out in that word, that's translated as living water, it's a word that has a double meaning. It can mean water from a spring, which she understood it to be, but it can also mean supernatural refreshment from God above, which brings with it the fulfillment of life, the fulfillment of our deepest desires for truth and love and freedom. Now the woman couldn't conceive of this initially, but on the far side of her encounter with Jesus, What did she do she left her water jar aside refreshed and animated by god's spirit by his mind which truly took shape in her life that's the type of worship jesus was speaking about friends don't be afraid when things of which you're ashamed come to mind bring them to an encounter with jesus bring them to reconciliation through which You're defined by God's love and set off in a new direction that must have something to do with being animated in your daily life by God's Spirit. And look what that does. It opens the door for other people to discover what they're missing and needing. Even our failings can end up serving God's providence. That's no accident. That's God's power and his confidence in you who believe.